0: This is in the zone.
1: Uh, because it takes all of us, right? And again, they're doing a lot of great stuff. Yes, yeah, some of them make bonehead mistakes, but <laughs> also when you do good, you deserve to get applauded. So that's why I started my Dozen Award, and I love awarding someone or organization each and every week.
2: Right on, Kelsey. I appreciate you doing things like that. Hey, you know, in leading the way.
1: I love it. Thank you so much, and thanks for having me. And props to you all too for just. A wonderful platform. I love coming on this show, and I hope St. Louis
0: knows what they got in you. On the In The Zone Network. Palm Alexander for the In The
2: Zone Network. I want to tell you about newest black-owned sponsor, Sugar Pop Creation, located in the city of St. Louis. They're offering things like sweets, custom games, and parties. Sweets like chocolate-covered strawberries, pineapples, infused cakes, custom games like dominoes, checkers, chess, Parties like Girls' Night Out and Ten Point at Sugar Pop Creations. You can find her at
1: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all under Sugar Pop Creations, LLC. Sugar Pop Creations, I make everything pop. Here comes the brand new
2: flavor in your head. Time for new flavor in your head.
1: City to city, state to state, worldwide. You're listening to the In The Zone Network. This is it. What? Hey, this is Blair Lede with Fox 2 News, KPLR 11 News, and you're listening to In The Zone.
2: City to city, state to state, worldwide. You're listening to In The Zone, and this is the network. Palmer Alexander, a.k.a. The Living Legend, K-I-L. One L and kill, but kill still kills. Joining me in studio from Fox 2 KPLR 11, Blair Lede. uh Appreciate you hanging out uh, with me this uh, this afternoon. Um, met you a couple of months ago, you know, when the Battlehawk season uh, was, was going on. And, um, they was, they was tailgating. And so, you know, I'm, you know, I'm just, just walking around the, the stadium, you know, just catching the vibe and whatnot. And it was, and it felt good seeing people, uh, congregating and, and enjoying each other fellowship. And then, you know, uh, you know, seeing you out there for the first time, um, We worked a lot with the XFL, with the Battlehawks and stuff like that. That was your first experience uh, doing that. It was great meeting you there. Uh, What was that experience like for you?
1: Uh, It's been great being here in St. Louis because of, um, you know, before the pandemic, all of the sports activities and uh, really just getting to see the culture of everything. Um, And I know everybody was excited about the Battlehawks because it was – You know, something that they could get behind and root for. So it was really, really nice to be out in that element and see people just so excited about this team, excited to have that going on. Um, So it was a lot of fun. I've gotten to go through a lot of sports activities since I've been here. Uh, All-Star, the Blues, uh, the Cardinals, (laughs) uh, Battle Hawks. So all of that has been been great to experience and to really see how, how St. Louis gets behind their teams like that. Now,
2: you, you are Houston native, mm-hmm. and um, gr- growing up in Houston, did, did you foresee yourself uh, getting into news?
1: I always um, had a passion for writing, so that was uh, poems, songs, essays, anything to do with writing. I just love that. That That's what I love to do. So, uh, not always did I think I would be going into this industry, but I think um, at the beginning of high school is when I uh, took interest. And uh, started to pursue pursue this career. So, so who's
2: some of your major
1: influences? Hmm. Wow. I uh, I love Oprah. She um she was an interviewer who could get people to really open up. It didn't matter who came on her show, when her show was still going, I didn't matter who came there, she was able to uh, make them feel comfortable, make them open up, get the tears going, and it was just always so intriguing to watch her be able to do that. So uh, she was definitely somebody who was um, influential for me growing up.
2: That is Blair Day. She's joining me in studio on the In the Zone show we go going city to city, state to state, where, while we're keeping it local today, I want to uh, kind of kind of start back at the beginning when, when you intern right at, at KRIV so um that was Sam Houston State right was uh, that Sam Houston State
1: I was at Sam Houston State University okay. and um that is uh, our Fox affiliate in Houston where I was intern doing my internship okay probably about uh an hour and a half south of where I was going to school I, I did the internship in Houston so um I would get up and go to the morning show and shadow a reporter. His name <laughs> his name is Ruben. He's still there to this day. Um, and I would get up at like 1 o'clock in the morning because my school was an hour and a half away. So I would get up at like 1 o'clock in the morning to get there and then go shadow him. Um, and I stayed with him all day. And so I did that internship, and I learned a lot. Um, learned a lot with that. So that was my first time really being in a... You know, Houston's a top-ten market. So I mm-hmm. got to see uh news on a on a uh, big scale and, and just see how it all works so after i did that i was like yeah this is what i want to do for sure
2: what was uh, your support system like you know because you know anytime when um when you have something that's that's your dream and you and you chasing after it uh you 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 need that support system uh let's talk about your support system and you know the people that's been behind you this whole ride
1: um definitely my mom. <laughs> you know, mama ain't nobody like your mama. You know what I mean? Um my mom, she uh, I remember I was trying to get that internship and uh I said, "I waited too late. The deadline has passed. I'm not going to be able to do it." And she said, "Get up. Put this put this outfit on. It was a suit that she had. She said, "Put this on and you go drive to every news station in Houston and go get an internship. Go do it." And so she really, you know, she never, some people, if you tell them you want to be, you know, a reporter or, or a news broadcaster, they say, well, that's not no real thing that's attainable, you know. How is that, you know, how are you going to do that? But she never looked at it like that. She always made it feel like something that was totally attainable. Uh, she always was supportive. She came and, you know, helped me move every from you know, every time I needed to move, you know. So she was definitely, you know. <laughs> my big support system
2: so that first time when uh when she finally saw you on tv uh what, what was that excitement level like for her?
1: well I couldn't I couldn't be there when she saw me because right. um of course when I started out I was in other places so it was not like she was able to watch you know watch or I, w- I couldn't get her reaction in person but she just you know always tells me you know I'm just so proud of you but she never seemed surprised, though. She was just kind of like, I knew you could do this. I'm I'm proud of you. So she watches now still. She'll text me, and she'll be like, I like that outfit, girl. You know, and I'm like, girl, what are you doing watching the news? <laughs> How are you seeing this? But she figured it out. So, you know, she she's not all into the tech, you know, but she figured out a way to still watch me and support me. So that always feels good, knowing that she. She might be watching.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's always watching. You're listening to In The Zone. We're going city to city, state to state, worldwide. We got blurler day from Fox 2, KPLR, Channel 11, uh, joining me in studio season five of In The Zone. Uh, you know, I've interviewed a lot of people uh, that has come through St. Louis. And, you know, one thing about uh, Fox 2, they've always uh, – seem you know progressive you know hiring people of of color and um you know so getting a chance to see you anchor at, at the desk i think it was may, maybe a week or so ago i thought that was pretty big because you know a lot of people don't get those opportunities you know to uh get a chance to anchor in the top 20 market so when you get your opportunities you got to be ready
1: yeah um yeah actually the the times that i've got to gotten fill in most recently um It was crazy because it's when um, the second wave of the protests started happening. So obviously this is a huge moment that our country is going through and I just so happened to be scheduled to fill in on the desk that day. So I was, you know, nervous because this was not a normal day. We have all of this stuff erupting right now and um, when that goes on it's kind of like fluid. You have to, you know, watch the situation and just, you know, go off the dome and, you know, there was a lot of anxiety, but you talk about support system. Uh, when I was hired here, my news director, her name's Audrey. She's always been supportive um, from day one, and she always would tell me, you know, you got this. Hey, you know, read up on this, get the background on this, you'll be fine. So, I mean. It was it was a great opportunity. I know it's a huge opportunity to be able to do that uh, alongside these people who are veterans who have been yes. in this community for so long. Uh, so getting the opportunity to do that has been a huge opportunity for me.
2: And you know the, the way media has transformed, and you know especially when you are a person of color, um, when you also out there in the field, and the the people who you are given the news to you want them to be able to um, you know accept the information that you're given as being as truthful as possible so can, can you talk about the difficulties you know getting people to trust the media when so much trust has been disowned
1: yeah um it's definitely a difficult thing um when you want to reach out and really uh connect with people there a lot of them are weary of you know the media right now in this climate but um I always want them to know that hey I'm you know I'm still a person too I've been through these things too you know I've experienced certain things too so I I want When I talk to people and approach them, I want to try to convey that as quickly as I can so that they are comfortable talking to me. And that's what I was, you know, talking about with Oprah, you know, trying to just get everybody to be comfortable enough to open up. And they'll say, you know, I I hear a lot of people say, well, y'all are the police or y'all work for the feds. Mm -hmm. And uh, I try to say, no, you know, I'm not on any side. I want your voice to be heard. I want your side to be heard too. But when you have people with that, you know, that distrust they rather not share their story and then that voice goes unheard and that story goes unheard and those experiences go unheard and I hate that so I always try to make people you know know that I'm not here to get you in trouble I'm not here to you know I'm here to amplify your voice and so that's a that's something that that we do have to deal with and and struggle to make that happen sometimes
2: one thing that I I noticed um on posts, you know, that you make, you know, on social media, on Twitter, what, you know, when you reporting, and, and a common thing that I read is that you're honest. There's something honest about you. And, uh, when, the, when a person is honest and they, and they have those virtues and they're always constantly hitting their head against their wall, uh, how are you able to just continue to keep pushing, you know, against that because that, that that is extremely difficult, especially in these times and especially being black and then being a woman in media. Those are those are those are a lot of uh, things to cast a lot of weight, you know, on, on a person's shoulder.
1: Yeah, well one thing that I've learned is that you cannot please everybody. <laughs> so you know, you have to have thick skin and get that through your mind. Like what whatever I say right now today Somebody out there, Tom, Joe, Becky Sue, might not like it or might not agree with it. But I'm okay with that as long as I know I told the truth. I told you what I saw. I told you what I felt. I told you what the atmosphere looked like to me. And I'm cool if if somebody didn't like it. Because as long as I know I told the truth, that's, you know, that's all I can do. As far as being a black woman in the newsroom, um, we talked about this. It can be difficult because... You know, you always try to avoid that stereotype of being an angry black woman or having an attitude. You try to avoid that. But there's a fine line and you have to still make sure that you are sharing your experiences, sharing your point of view based off of your life experiences. You have to do that because that's why a newsroom needs to be diverse so that, you know everybody's experience are different you might see a story one way and i might see a whole nother side of it that perhaps you didn't see because you have an experienced, but i have so we do have to still make our voices be heard inside of the newsroom too and make sure that we're offering that insight so um i'm you know i'm i'm learning to do that more and um you know, being able to do that while still not, you know, coming off in the wrong way, you right, know. Right, right, absolutely. That is Blair Lede. She works on the air at
2: Fox Two and KPLR Channel Eleven. Want of the switch gears a little lighter? So you get acclimate to St. Louis, a Houston native, and <laughs> <laughs> so we had a funny conversation. You told me about you getting booed. <clears throat> uh, did, have you ever been booed before in your life?
1: Yeah, <laughs> I have actually. Now that you, you talked about it, it, was funny though. It was like a middle school like talent show. Type oh, of was thing. it? Yeah, <laughs> I forgot the words. Everything was going good, but I forgot the words. At the talent show. So,
2: <laughs> so, oh, so you drew you drew the hour of the Cardinal fans, <laughs> uh, uh, and you didn't you didn't realize how serious you know St. Louis were about the Cardinals.
1: I did not. I did not. So uh, what was happening? I was new. I was brand new here. And so uh, I think that they used this opportunity to introduce new talent, uh, the Cardinals. So it was like a, I don't know, a, like a pregame party going on in Ballpark Village. Yeah. And they were like, come on, get on the stage. You know, they want, you know, you're, you're just going to get up on the stage and, you know, introduce yourself, wave, yeah. throw the little, you know, stuff yeah. out in the crowd, you know, stuff like that. So I was like, cool, this is fun. Everybody was drinking. They were so <laughs> happy and excited. People were dancing you know some people already knew who I was and they were like hey we watch you you know so I was so excited when I got on the stage they introduced me and uh the guy asked where are you from Blair and I (laughs) said I said I'm from Houston and they just erupted just in booze and I was like what is going on (laughs) So, I mean, later on, you know, somebody, you know, briefed me on the background, <laughs> the beef with the Cardinals and the Astros, which I'll be honest, I didn't know about. I didn't know about that. <laughs> so, it was a funny deal. I mean, I get it. I got it after somebody explained to me because I was like, why did why did they boo me when I said I was from Houston? Oh, my God. So, that was funny. <laughs> that was definitely funny. But y'all love these. They love the Cardinals. They love their sport. So, yeah. I learned that. Yeah, yeah, they, they <laughs> quickly. And, and oh, I want to talk to you about,
2: because you show me uh, some of your other talents that, that you can sing. And uh, as you can hear in the background, Tony Braxton is playing. And you was talking about you love the Braxtons. And I, can you tell our listeners why, why you love watching the Braxton? <laughs>
1: Got me off guard. Um, it's just, you know, you get to see a black family uh-huh. interact. Um You know, there are just certain things about us that are common. It doesn't matter. if your family is rich or not, you know the, the way. You can relate to. You it. can still relate yeah. to it, and these are wealthy people. But you watch, and you're still like, look at look at Taymar <laughs> cutting up. You know, everybody <laughs> has that person in their family, so you can relate to it. It's funny, you know. They're black women. They're successful, you know, and you see them go through their lives, um, you know, struggles and ups and downs. So you know, I like I like a little reality TV.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's nothing wrong getting that fixed I think we all need something you know because a, a way to decompress you know because you know doing doing the news uh can be extremely stressful and we need ways to decompress and if watch some reality tv if that's what it is if that's what it is uh I, trust me I I definitely watch my my fair share so I'm I'm I, I can't judge okay
1: yeah that's how I unwind though with music uh mostly I love to listen to music so you know, after a hard day, I just, I, I probably have a song already in my mind that I want to hear, mm-hmm. you know, to try to break, to to break that up, yeah. to break that up. Like, so I get into some music and try to just shake that day off. If it was a heavy, you know, day. Right. Because it can get heavy.
2: Yeah, 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 absolutely. Blair, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. Tell our listeners, tell some of your new followers the best way to keep up with you
1: hello you can follow me on twitter at being blair Lede. that's l-e-d-e-t um, that's my name on instagram too being blair Lede. and i'm also on facebook blair Lede tv you can follow me there
2: all right, Blair, thank you so much. We definitely will be in touch. you got to open the door on the In The Zone show. So uh, I guess we'll be seeing
1: each other again. All right. Thank you so much. I enjoyed talking with you. All right. See, you survived it. I su- did. <laughs> I was so nervous. It was a piece of cake, right? Piece of cake. All right. We're
2: going city to city, state to state, worldwide. You're listening to In The Zone, and this is The Network.
1: Hey, this is Blair Lede with Fox 2 News, KPLR 11 News, and you're listening to In The Zone.
2: Palm Alexander for the In The Zone Network. I want to tell you about newest black-owned sponsor, Sugar Pop Creation, located in the city of St. Louis. They're offering things like sweets, custom games, and parties. Sweets like chocolate-covered strawberries, pineapples, infused cakes, custom games like dominoes, checkers, chess, parties like Girls' Night Out, and ten parties at Sugar Pop Creations. You can find her at
1: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all under Sugar Pop Creations, LLC. Sugar Pop Creations, I make everything pop. Here
0: comes the brand new flavor in your head. Time for new flavor. Hey, folks, the A-Train Arlington Lane with the Sports Apocalypse, the In the Zone show, and the A-Train show. Yeah, I do a lot of shows, but I still like doing them. But I want you to check out our newest sponsor today, Cafe Piazza STL, which is located at 1900 Arsenal Street, just a block away from the Anheuser-Busch Brewery on the corner of Arsenal and Limp. And they have wonderful pizzas for you. I, for one, love the 2 Carney, which is the fennel sausage, ham, bacon, and pepperoni. So it's a meat lover's pizza, so you need to try it today. They also have happy hour from 2 to 4 p.m. and from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. Alright, also their brunch on Saturday and Sunday from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Get breakfast pizza, the popless pie, the popless calzone. And you can also get bottleness mimosas and bloody Marys along with your meal. they got delivery and curbside pickup. You can call them today at 314-343-0294, 314-343-0294. And you can find them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cafe Piazza STL.